Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Weed on the surface, it seems like this is another story that proves people will steal anything, anytime, and anywhere. But there's a twist. Police in Canada now investigating a chilling theft in the in a community in Newfoundland last week. The criminals are believed to have broken into a storage facility in the coastal town of Port Union and in the dark of night made off with the goods. Now missing just under 8,000 gallons of water. Yes, the criminals stole water. But apparently it's not just any water, it's water melted from icebergs. You see, in the far reaches of northeast Canada, icebergs float by after breaking off from the Greenland ice shelf, and they're collected, and when melted, are an extremely pure form of H2O, and in this case, worth over $9,000, and intended for use in the production of vodka. Well, they should catch them, people. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Although by... Stealing it and putting it in their own tank, they probably contaminated it. That's what people are saying. <laughs> it's probably worthless. Now. Yeah, well. <laughs> well, Cliff. Yes. I want to welcome everybody. Absolutely. To the Morning Road Show, yes. the Friday edition. Mm-hmm. That tingly feeling you get uh, when mm-hmm. you hear us on the air. Mm-hmm. That's common sense leaving your body. <laughs> I've had more than one person say that to me, Cliff. Really? Yes. <laughs> this morning. It's colder than a brass toilet seat on the shady side of an iceberg. I'm telling you. Wow, is it cold out there. So that's your weather forecast in a nutshell. Cliff, I just don't understand people who say, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to thank you. Have you ever had somebody say that to you? Yes, someone has said that. I just don't know how to thank you. You could just say thank you. I mean, that's sufficient. Well, I'm thinking another (laughs) turn there, Cliff. What would that be? I don't know. Like, you ever heard of money? (laughs) Weed the flowers are still sitting in most of our houses this morning. The gifts from the just-concluded Valentine's Day, along with a pretty card leaning up against the vase. The case in millions of homes across the country today, because most of us go the usual route when we do our Valentine gift-giving. Not so much for Alan Harris of uh, not-too-far-away Hartford, Kentucky. Now, he's been married to his bride, Nina, for 13 years, and undoubtedly had, in previous years, went the usual route. Because Nina this year said if that she wanted, for Valentine's Day, something that would last. And by the way, if you're getting flowers, get ones I can actually plant outside. So that's exactly what the dude did. And all of it would have worked out beautifully, except for that small problem with communications. And that's why instead of tulips, Mrs. Harris this year for Valentine's Day got turnips. <laughs> Once the couple worked through what had happened, Alan eventually did go and get some tulips as well. And his wife now says that she doesn't believe anyone else in the country got a more unusual gift this year. But next year, Mr. Harris, you're getting a hearing aid. (laughs) I need to speak with him. Why is that? Huh? Why? Well, you said unusual gift. Yeah. Next year, Alan? Yeah. Heart-shaped spam. I'm telling you, Cliff. I'm telling you. We had a listener yesterday, Cliff, I don't yeah. know if you saw it on her Facebook page, that, that? Uh, mentioned that he got to party one time yeah. with Larry the Cable Guy. I did see that, actually, yes. Before Larry the Cable Guy was famous, yeah. he went to one of his shows, and they sat there, and they partied a little bit, and they said he was a really nice guy. Okay. And I bring that up because this Sunday, Larry yeah. the table, Cable Guy yeah. 
will be 56 years old. Holy cow. Yeah, I know. Yeah, now, holy cow. If you picture Larry the Cable Guy in your head this morning, yeah. if a guy who dressed and talked like him mm-hmm. actually showed up at your house to install your cable, <laughs> you wouldn't have much hope, would you, no. really, Cliff? Of no, this cable going is not well. going to work. Yes, I'm <laughs> already calling the company, complaining about my installation. Yeah. Well, I ate paste, and I stuck pencils up my nose <laughs> in elementary school. Yeah. And ended up... With this life right here, Cliff. Yeah, yeah, I noticed. So this story kind of makes a whole lot of sense whenever I read it. In Montreal, they did a study and they found yeah. out that uh, you can roughly predict a kid's future income yeah. while they're still in kindergarten. Really? Yes. So That's if your odd. child is like me, yeah. eating paste <laughs> and sticking pencils up their nose. Right. They're, you're going to grow up to be just like this guy right here. Yes. They found out that the sixth grade, six-year-old kids... You yeah. had trouble paying attention and behaving, yeah. mm-hmm. made about $17,000 a year less than those who uh, could pay attention and had some social skills. I just thought it was normal, Cliff, when I was a kid. <laughs> well, from where you, where you sat, it was normal. It's just what you did. There was like three of us that used to do that yeah. all the time. And how'd the other two turn out? Um, well, the survey's pretty close to accurate, <laughs> I, would have to, I would have to admit, to be honest with you. Really nothing to do now except wait. <laughs> wait? Yes. What are you talking about? Well, they should be here, Cliff, before what? the end of this month. One of the things I hate is to wait on anything. Whether it's somebody coming over to the house, somebody <clears throat> going to pick you up, yeah. phone ringing. Mm-hmm. But now that's all I can do because yesterday yeah. I touched the magic button. <laughs> no. That's right. You finally found it. Yes. After all these years of searching for it, you were finally able to locate the I've, magic button. I found the magic button. And what is going to happen? I gave it a gentle push, and by the end of the month, <laughs> supposedly, yeah. the first ever morning road show with Weed and Cliff mm-hmm. coasters will be in our possession. <laughs> now, there was a lots of yeah. screaming and crying and debating yeah. about this, and finally we got a price that was not... A total arm and a leg, and I ordered <laughs> well, them. Because you don't got a lot of arms to spend. Over no, there. <laughs> no. I designed the thing, Cliff. I could have used, you know, a professional photographer's input, but oh no, no. <laughs> I thought I can do this. Yeah, too bad. Yeah, you don't know one. Yes, yes. <laughs> so hopefully, Cliff, by the end of the month, they will be here. We'll see if we can get anyone to uh, take one of these beautiful-looking coasters and then destroy them. In a fashion of their own. You don't have to destroy them. But we thought it would be kind of nice if you took one of them and, you know, did something creative to destroy it. And then show us a picture. Like, put it in a muskrat trap. A muskrat trap. Yes. So we're going to have these coasters. Yes. We're going to give them out. We're going to try to if anybody wants one. And if anybody anybody wants one. Well, that's true. I mean, there are a lot of things we've tried that nobody really wanted. Yes. Like, you know, morning show entertainment. Yes. (laughs) And if someone gets them, you want them to be destroyed. Well, I would like for them to. You don't have oh, okay. to. I mean, you could poke a hole in it, put a little string on it, and wrap it around your rearview mirror and have oh, us dangling cool. in your car. Dangling but in your car. I don't think anybody wants us dangling anywhere near them, Cliff. <laughs> well, that didn't take long at all, Cliff. What are you talking about? Talking about uh, destroying a morning roadshow coaster. And yeah. Wayland jumped right in with a private message on Facebook saying, if I get a coaster... I'll blow it up with some tannerite. (laughs) Well, I don't know what tannerite is, so I had to look that up. And tannerite, basically, Cliff, 
is a um, combination of oxidizers and a fuel, primarily aluminum powder. Okay. That is supplied as two separate components okay. that the user mixes together. Okay. And it says the combination <laughs> is relatively stable. Now, let's not get injured <laughs> doing this foolishness. Because that sounds like, uh, well, dynamite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or rocket fuel. Yes. Neither of which we don't really want people to be handling. Yes, I was thinking nitroglycerin myself. It's yeah. relatively stable. Relatively stable. Yes, let's... Until it's not. <laughs> I appreciate the enthusiasm, but oh, let's not get injured here. Darn enthusiastic. Yes. You're absolutely right. Thank you for that, Waylon. Everyone who joins a health club to work out usually develops their own routine exercises that they like to do. And while they might get some help from fitness experts on a plan to improve their overall fitness, no one will likely say that's where 34-year-old Eric Stagno of Haverhill, Massachusetts got his. Because, reports say the man walked into a Planet Fitness not far from his home over the weekend, settled into some yoga work on a mat in a room reserved for that purpose... But he did so without benefit of clothing. And trust me, no one wants to see a dude doing the downward dog naked. Police say when they came to arrest him for indecent exposure, Stagno complained, saying that he thought Planet Fitness was a judgment-free zone. Planet would take nerve, you know it. To take your clothes off in public? Well, kind of like the cruise <laughs> ships that do that. And oh. oh, my, I don't want to see a bunch of that. No, no one does, especially you. <laughs> no, I really don't want to see none of it. I've, no, I'm no. talking about you. No one wants to see that. Does that Mars Opportunity rover that just died, does yeah. that kind of make you a little bit mad? Make you mad? Yes. No. Really? Why would it make, why would it make me mad? It's got me just a little bit torqued, a matter of why, fact, Cliff. No, I don't, why would you say that? Well, this thing's been up there cruising yeah. around for 15 years. Yeah. And it was built to... It was built to last like 90 days. Yes. But it ran for 15 years. Yes. And they can do that, uh -huh. and yet no one can design a microwave oven with the turnplate, you know? Yeah. That every time I push the button to start, it falls off the track. <laughs> you can do all of that incredible stuff in space. Yeah. But here on something I can actually use, yeah. every time I push the button, it goes... Clank, 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 clank. Yeah. <laughs> it just torques me a little bit. What an interesting question on text messaging this what, morning, Cliff. What's that? The uh, listener wanted to know, and I yeah. thought this was cool. What? What part of being on the radio yeah. do you guys enjoy the most? That's an intriguing question. <laughs> no, that's absolutely right. Fantastic I mean, it's, it's a totally amazing question. Yes. Have you got an answer, or you need a little time, Cliff? I'm probably going to have to come up with a... I mean, I know what it is. I just need to compose the answer so that it makes sense. Does that... That makes sense to okay. me. How long will you need? I, I don't know. Four or five minutes, probably, if you want to do that. All right. Well, I love the question, what part of banging on the radio do you enjoy yeah. the most? Excellent question. It's hard to come up with one thing, actually, because I'm I'm really proud of the fact that I know that there's probably about um, three younger kids or younger adults who have chosen a career in media based on hearing me every day. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yep. And one of, them, one of them has got a really fancy job in... TV in like Tampa, Florida now. <laughs> she probably makes a lot more money than I make. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna go with um, 
the the thing is probably that I can have a positive effect on so many people is that um, there are people who tell me all the time that I have made a difference in their day. And that's the most rewarding thing about getting up and doing this every day. You know, someone posted on my Facebook page the other uh, probably a couple of months ago that um, I might not have always agreed with what you said, but you made me think. And whatever it was, at some point, I was going to laugh. And as we know, laughing is a, uh, a therapeutic function of the human body. That would be it. You know, Cliff, the whole time you were saying all of that, yeah. the only thing I could think of, yeah. the effect you have on people's lives, the only thing I could think of, yeah. was you in here with that remote-controlled... Oh, the, the, the poop on wheels? Yes, that's all I could think about. <laughs> this, this is the effect on someone's life that Cliff is having. Look at this thing go. Look, that's look. Right. It goes in circles. <laughs> oh, it makes you're noises. Ab- you're absolutely right, yeah. Cliff? Mm-hmm. Did you see about the, uh, or hear about, or read about the small earthquake that was held, that was felt in England a couple of days ago? No. Pretty small. No, not at all. It uh, registered a 2.4 okay. on the Richter scale, and yeah. everybody over there in England was going absolutely berserk, yeah. and you can barely mm-hmm. feel a 2.4. True. I mean, that's nothing. Yes. I've had gas that's registered a 4.5 before <laughs> here. Thankfully not here. As you know, take it to the bank is totally honest. And today... Right. It's overhyped, but it's honest. Yes. And today, we're asking you, yep. our wonderful listener, to be totally honest, too. Okay. No Googling. Okay. No Googling. We want you to sit and think about this one. All right. You see, the number 88 is the number of shows that TV yeah. shows need in order to be syndicated. Okay. So you can watch them over and over, and they can make tons of money off of it. Yes. 88. Mm-hmm. But there has been... in U.S. TV history, eight TV shows that have produced well over 10,000 episodes. Okay. Think about that. 10,000. Seven of these shows Mm -hmm. are soap operas, which are kind of dwindling out. Well, yeah, except for like General Hospital. Yes. And maybe one other. Yes. That's all that's left. But there is one show that is not a soap opera, and it's not the nightly news. You can't count that. That's not really a TV show. Okay. So we want you to figure out what the one show is that's had over 10,000 episodes. Okay. And when you think about it, Cliff, and you hear the answer, if you don't figure it out yourself, you'll kick yourself. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. And, well, Cliff, we had lots of guesses. The Simpsons, Sesame Street. Yes. And it went on and on and on. Yeah. But none of those were even and, close. And, you know, somebody said Wheel of Fortune. Yes, I well, forgot Wheel about that. Wheel of Fortune started out as a syndicated show, to the, to the best of my recollection. It was never on, like, network TV. Correct. Yes. So it's not, like, in the running. That makes sense. That That's perfectly so sense, yes. They're... But I, and I, I don't think even in the number of episodes that have been produced of Wheel of Fortune, it would still surpass the number that you have. I did it real quickly, Cliff, the yeah. calculations. Just mm-hmm. 10,000 episodes. 10,000 episodes. If you had 250 new episodes a year, yeah. it would take you 40 years to get there. Right. So there have been seven soap operas that have made it. Mm-hmm. And one show that is still on to this very day is number eight, Cliff. Okay. And that would be 
The Tonight Show. <laughs> it's been on a long, long time. 10,000 episodes. Over that, yes. Over 10. So what was number one, by the way? Do you have that? It doesn't have the, the which one no. is the uh, number one on well, there on that list. That's disappointing. Cliff. I, I thought I was going to be able to take that to the bank. Well. Apparently not. Cliff, anything said? Indeed. Phrases of the day can be heard later on our podcast at weedandcliff.com. How did we say this and what did it mean? Number three. I've had gas that registered 4.5 on the Richter scale. Number two, I don't think anyone wants us dangling near them. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, that tingly feeling. It's the common sense leaving your body. <laughs> See you Monday. Have a good weekend. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.